Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader, Manager, Coach. Welcome to the podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another programme of the podcast about leading, managing and coaching in sports, in life, in whatever your niche is. A very warm welcome if this is your first episode. We've got tons and tons of episodes already done on a myriad of subjects so whether you're into leadership whether you're a technical coach whether you're in business or whether you're just in the in the arena of improving aspects of your life and you want some condensed wisdom some philosophies and some insight from some great leaders who uh, have gone before us and have put things down on paper then um, you're in the right place just to give you a little bit of a a background if you are here for the first time I'm somebody who's always always been fascinated I don't know about you but I'm sure you are fascinated by you know how life works how things tick along why people do what they do how things evolve oh all the way back to how did this come to be created and how does that work and and all the rest of it millions and millions of questions and I suppose you can relate to the fact can't you that um, you keep asking these questions and things come up in your path and I just decided a, a while ago that um, all this great stuff that I was coming across and tripping over and kind of not understanding and having another look at it and, and reading things that other great people have um, put down, I thought, you know, this needs to be shared because uh, in the particular industry that I work in, in the football industry, I have felt a resistance and I've certainly felt in the past a bit of friction about embracing and welcoming things that are in the non-physical arena so the mental side of the game the psychological side of the game the industry the social side which i have to say now is becoming a real key fundamental so things are changing there is a sea change and all the things that go on under the surface beyond the actual getting out there getting your track shoes on getting your training shoes on getting your boots on and going out there and doing the physical work all the things that go on that make that work are now getting the attention they deserve. And this is where part of the Leader Manager Coach podcast philosophy kind of fits in. So I hope you enjoy it and I hope you get something out of it. What I want to talk to you about this week uh, is a number of subjects. And one of them is about conversations. The reason I want to talk about this is because this week, particularly, um, I've had an opportunity I'll put it as an opportunity how many people how many of you can relate to it where you have an opportunity to have what we call or what I call or what's been called a difficult conversation and maybe we call it a difficult conversation because emotionally it's something that we perhaps shy away from and I don't know how if you look at your current situation and your work situation where there are things that are going on that are not so good and don't feel right and need addressing and could be better and require 
and would benefit from moving through. And one of the ways, or perhaps the only way to successfully initiate that process or facilitate that process, or to actually get through that process, is to have a conversation. And by the amount of conversations that I hear, by the amount of conversations that occasionally I, I am involved in, and again, you may certainly relate to that, when matters are discussed, issues are discussed, things are discussed, and even other people are discussed, or attitudes or behaviours and how things are done, when actually it's all about skirting around the issue instead of facing the issue, taking it head on, being proactive, being brave, being courageous, making a phone call, organising a meeting, saying the right things, speaking the truth, doing it kindly, doing it assertively, facing the fears, facing the demons, and saying sometimes things that seem really difficult, but actually need to be said. And the freedom, the movement, and the processes that evolve from doing those right things will convince you, in, in my humble opinion, will convince you that actually being good and improving the skill of doing those things, and, and it, it may not even be a skill, it may just be a point of courage, a point of bravery, and taking things on and facing what needs to be faced will actually prove to us all that they are worth having. And without going into too much detail this week, one of the conversations I had and it was right at a point, and often they are, I think, I think that's why they, they, we, we might turn them as difficult conversations. I think we should rename them and rebrand them as opportunities because they're opportunities for us to grow and they're opportunities for us to get stronger and to be better at communication and to be more empathetic and be better leaders and to get people more on side. Because not everybody will be able to do that and not everybody does that and not everybody out there will embrace these processes and the few that do will be people that are recognised and you will know it within yourself when you have these kind of conversations, no matter what it's about. Because if you leave them to fester, if you leave them to be, they will only, only increase and they will become more of a challenge than, than they actually are at the current moment in time. And they will create insurmountable problems. I mean, without going too deeply into it, how many relationships, how many contracts, how many families, how many people, relationships, how many people have been disrupted, discarded, spent years and years and years, even if it's not the rest of their lives, decades apart not communicating because it wasn't the difficult conversation or the opportunistic conversation that is really challenging wasn't had at the right time and one of those opportunities did come up this week and yes I was in a situation and it took about 20 20 to 30 minutes we had two goes at it it was with a family and it was with somebody who was undergoing some rehabilitation and 
the outcomes were not in line with what the expectations of the other party were expecting. And uh, the truth was not something that, in my opinion, they wanted, they were ready to accept. And the processes that came from that truth, they were not ready to accept. There were unrealistic expectations. It was very difficult to come together and get an agreement. And um, by the end of it, we came to a, an agreement that the process would go as it would. And um, hopefully there will be some forward movement as a result of that. But it was much better to have that conversation. But what I want to say about it is that that conversation had to be had by somebody. It ended up being myself by default because, and it is my opinion, because previous to that, other people had not addressed the issue when, in my opinion, it should have been done. And had it been done so, number one, those people would have been much better prepared and been further down the line than, than they were. And number two, we wouldn't have had to have that increasingly difficult conversation when we did. So you do yourself and you do the people you are going to talk to an enormous disservice by not speaking the truth and being brave and courageous and having those conversations when it feels right to do so. So moving on from that, that's about, that's about conversations. And I honestly believe if anybody listening to this, if any of you listening to this can have a little survey of your career, your work, your life at the moment and say, who in my sphere, who is it that I could have a conversation with that I've been avoiding having a conversation with that feels a little bit uncomfortable in the solar plexus about it. It makes me feel nervous, but the outcomes of that will be beneficial to us all. And often it is a step of faith. On that focus, if you like, what's happened this week uh, as, a, as a learning, because I like to share learning things, is that there's been some amazing things that, that people have um, said to me and um, have um, expressed. And without going into uh, all, all the detail about it, those expressions of kindness, those expressions of love, if you like, those expressions of, of, of positivity, they've come about as a result of our relationship. So the relationship that exists between us. And it's made me think that all the successes that we all get, all the joys that we get, all the things that happen to us, all the experiences we have are as a result of the quality of our relationships with other people. You know, how many of us are out there, and especially people... You know, if you're, a, you're into your leadership, you're into your, your career and, and you're, a, you're a driver, you've got ambition, you go out there and you're doing X, Y, Z and you, as the Americans might say, you're hustling this and you're hustling that and your phone calls this and, you, and, you, and you're working and you're putting the hours in. And all that's necessary, isn't it? That, that's the drive, that's the graft, that's the, the meat on the bones that, that we all need to do. But the quality of our relationships, and here I am in the the sixth decade of my life and saying things like this it's quite humbling because it's all about the relationships we have with other people no matter what you do no matter what what happens to you 
if you are going to climb the ladder of success, if you are going to get to where it is you want to be, and rightly so, you know, we're all here with our uh, these natural dreams and ambitions, and that's what life's about. It's absolutely no good getting there. It's absolutely futile to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve, in my humble opinion, if you get there and it's a barren land with all the gold in the world, whatever that gold is for you, but it's devoid of relationships. So it's about, and some of the lessons that I've had this week, it's all about spending time developing those relationships. And it's taken me so, so long to actually understand this point. I can't even tell you, and it's quite a humbling, a bit embarrassing, I suppose, as well, because there's been times in my life when I hold my hand up and say, I haven't paid anywhere near sufficient attention, given it the focus it deserves to develop the relationships around me. And I hold my hand up and say, it's not my strong point, but what I call bus stop talk or small talk or socializing is not kind of what I'm strong at. I, I, it's not one of my, my strong points. So having kind of had a, a, you know, you look back a little bit and you think, okay, well, I'm, I'm okay at that and I'm okay at this and I'm okay at that, but this is not what I'm great at. And, and maybe you have to work at that a little bit because it's all about the relationships because it's the relationships that will it will lift you up. It's not about climbing up. It's about being lifted up and lift, being lifted up and elevated and helped and facilitated it is where it's at. And it's much easier. And I actually say that without that, you cannot even get there. You know, all the young kids that come, all the young players that come to our academies and, and when we coach them, they're not there of their own, on their own, are they? That They're bought by their parents or, or their guardians. Their footwear will be purchased by people who love them. Their food will be provided by people who love them. The fuel that goes into the cars is put there by other people who serve. The, the facilities are maintained for them by people who serve and get paid for it. And on and on and on and on. And we've got examples of all that in, in our lives. And if we do everything we can in a positive way to facilitate those relationships and be that person, whether it's a smile, whether it's gratitude, whether it's going the extra mile, doing things for other people, then the lifting up will be greater and easier. And I think it's an amazing, amazing lesson, and it's a massive lesson. It certainly has been for me, and I hope it resonates with one or two people listening to this that you can take away that when you're spending time developing relationships, when you're spending time doing things for other people, with other people, in the right way, if it costs you time, so be it but it will come back to you in absolute bucket loads. I absolutely promise you. And uh, you won't always see the results until further down the line, but um, I promise you it's time well spent. Number three, moving on. Number three point that's been a great learning, learning experience in the, in the last seven days is, and I give the credit back to the Stoic philosophy I give the credit back to highlighting this to Ryan Holiday, who writes prolifically about the uh, Stoicism and uh, the great philosophers. And one of the things that really helps, and 
will really help you if you embrace this is to start out with the thought process that if things can go wrong, they probably will. If you can relate to this, that when I, when I first kind of, and I'm, I'm talking a good, good, good few years ago, when I first came across all these positive, what I'll call positive mental attitude books and all these people who said that life's bright and life's rosy and you have to look at the sunshine and not at the rain and ignore the, the negatives and, and, and look at the positives and, and embrace this and embrace that. And I kind of thought, right, you know, you can't, you, and again, how many of you can, can relate to it? You, you don't have to look at the things that, that can go wrong and you have to ignore this and ignore that. And I think actually that wasn't the right perspective to take. There is a balance because let's be brutal about it. Let's be honest about it. Life can be tough. Life is hard at times. It is difficult. It feels challenging. There are financial challenges. There are social challenges. There are relationship challenges. We've got children. We've got parents. There is illness. There is physical disability. There are mistakes. There are accidents. There are people who don't feel great and get in your path and etc. We get up, we have physical ailments, etc, etc, etc. And one of the great facets of the Stoic philosophy that I was so profoundly reminded of this week is that if we start off with an expectation that there is this great possibility that life is going to be challenging and it's going to be tough. So we have this underlying ability to be prepared mentally for challenges so that when we are going through the process of xyz whatever that is in your day whether it's dealing with a lawyer a solicitor whether it's dealing with a client whether it's a family member whether it's a sporting issue whether it's a coaching issue whether it's a contract agreement whatever it is then if you have that philosophy that you know what I may well be coming across somebody today who doesn't feel great I may well be coming across somebody today who is tired they're maybe delays then we start off with the with that thought process that when it actually happens the effect on us is minimalized and if it turns out that everything goes swimmingly everything goes smoothly it's totally efficient it's facilitated and the result is a 10 out of 10 it's going to be a great day and it is a great day and we should celebrate that and we should keep on the roll we should keep the momentum going we should be positive about it we should spread the good news and we should continue on that momentum and so what i'm not saying is that you should become a doomsayer a naysayer a mr negative what i am saying is that it's actually in my opinion a balance between having that hope and that positive outlook that everything is going to be great, but actually be prepared that it may not go that way. And if it doesn't, then, hey, this is how we're going to respond. Rather than losing the plot, throwing the baby out with the bathwater, and turning a little turn on the path into an absolute disaster. Because that's what can easily happen. So that's a little bit of a reminder of the great Stoic philosophy about having a an attitude from where you're starting out, and um, then we're not disappointed. And the last point that I wanted to touch on was 
about focus and we talked a lot about focus in previous episodes about where we put our focus and what what we focus on will grow and improve and expand in our lives so if we focus on which relates to the previous point doesn't it? if we focus on the thing we want to grow no matter what we do it will expand and it will grow it's kind of a universal law that what we think about will will manifest and and we will create that by our focus on it and there's been some studies done by some really intelligent neuroscientists who've looked at happiness who've looked at success achievement and depression and have found a high high correlation between the amount of news particularly on television that people are subjected to and their propensity to be depressed it appears that and again this this might not be new stuff it might not be groundbreaking but i think it's an awesome reminder in this 21st century where we are completely bombarded if we are not vigilant 24 hours a day by iphones by surround sound tvs by the media by every possible way that the advertising can get to us and don't forget that hundreds and thousands if not millions of people are paid millions of dollars and pounds and to actually get into our brains because that's what they're paid for and they're paid on results whether that comes through a pop-up on your ipad or it comes on a tv advert so people pay millions and millions of pounds and dollars to get to you and as brian johnson pointed out it is an unfair playing field because as a solitary human being we have the the ability to limit what goes in our brains but when we have this massive advertising campaign that comes from all directions against us fueled by some extremely clever people who know how to get into us then it's a little bit of an unfair playing field but ultimately we have the power and as this study reveals our ability to focus is not only key to our success but actually is key to our own state of mind so again a great reminder beware of what you allow into that precious commodity called your brain beware where you put your focus and remember that the ultimate power is what is is within you to put your focus on what it is that you actually want and 24 7 vigilance against against this is something that i think we have to accept and um you know we personally have to set up our lives so that we limit the amount of screen time that we have we limit the amount of exposure we have to the tv so that we can actually put into our into our minds into our brains into those computers what it is we want to to move in the direction we want otherwise we will be just leaving ourselves completely open to other people's desires and wishes so there we are i wanted to share those four four points with this this week maybe one of those will resonate with you and you know i'm i'm a believer that sometimes it's just one thing that can actually change change a career can change a thought process can change a life just one little thing so whether it's adding that little thought process about a difficult conversation and having a challenging conversation whether it's a little bit more of a focus that we need on on relationships that will lift us up and carry us through 
whether it's actually taking a step back and understanding a little bit more about the Stoics and the fact that let's start off with the fact that, you know, life can be tough at times and um, as well as having great hope, we need to be realistic. And number four, having that constant reminder that what it is we need to focus on, whether it's a training regime, whether it's a fitness regime, whether it's a diet, whether it's a reading habit, whether it's a writing habit, no matter what it is, if we focus on it, it will work. And it's up to us totally 100% to create that focus and prevent unwanted things coming into our, into our own environment. So there we go, folks. I hope that helps you on your quest to be a better leader, a better manager and a better coach. That's it for this week's podcast. If you've got any, uh, got any comments, love to hear it. Um, generally on LinkedIn. You can catch me on Facebook or www.robriles.co.uk. Let me know what you think. As always, always appreciate your time. Great to chat. Catch you later. Bye-bye.